Well, good morning. Uh, I promise a short one today. I, I have a lot of stuff to do today, so it had to be short, unfortunately. But I'll get to some uh, um, some interesting things happening, going some goings-ons. Um, uh, today is Tuesday, September 8th, 2020. September 8th, 2020, Tuesday. Um, members of the far-right uh, group Proud Boys decide it's like a... Um, Blue Lives Matter, all white group that's been going, you know, through Portland and shooting people with paint, paintball guns and um, pepper spray and causing trouble with peaceful protesters. You know, that group, that uh, sort of white supremacist, Trump supporting type of uh, group, which they all are. Uh, members of that uh, far-right group, the Proud Boys, decided not to stay in Portland, but in uh, uh, they were in the Portland suburbs there getting ready uh, to go. But they decided, instead, went south and violently clashed with counter-protesters at the Oregon State Capitol building in, in Salem. There were some peaceful protesters uh, uh, protesting... Um, uh, what was the guy's name? Prude? Um, the, uh, the guy that had a... Uh, uh, um, a, a psychiatric event and he was nude and they put a uh, spit uh, shield on him not a shield, a uh, spit bag on him, whatever it's called uh, spit hood uh, and he died uh, be, uh, because uh, they were leaning on him and it was raining out and the spit hood probably smothered him uh, anyway they were protesting and they were nude with spit hoods in front of the Capitol. Uh, part of the crowd descended on a, uh, of, of the uh, P- Proud Boys crowd, uh, descended on a single counter-protester to punch him. They beat him with a baseball bat and maced him with pepper spray um, and yelled, another Joe Biden pedophile right there. Uh, protesters were heard jeering, jeering at uh, one uh, naked male uh, counter-protester as others sprayed him with mace. Uh, these were the guys that were just being uh, uh, protesting how this this uh, African American man or black man was was killed by police uh, uh, during his uh, psychological event, whatever it was that was going on with him. Um, the demonstrators had congregated in Salem after attending a near uh, nearby uh, pro-Trump rally in a uh, Portland suburb, uh, and. Um, After organizers said the official rally was over, a group of them uh, decided to travel to Salem uh, with firearms and baseball bats, as they usually do, because they know they're going to cause trouble. Uh, The man who apparently threw the first punch at the counter-protester on the ground, uh, the one that was maced and hit with a bat and... Uh, anyway, that the the man that first punched them was was, uh, uh, was later arrested. I, you know, I want you to consider the fact that government officials like uh, 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 they seem to like white nationalists, but dislike Antifa. It could only mean that a fascist government is feeling threatened by Antifa. Antifa sim- simply means that they're anti-fascist. I'm anti-fascist. You want to call me Antifa? You know what? It's, it's, the, this Trump administration has gotten disturbingly out of whack with normalcy. Um, House Oversight Committee 
is uh, launching an investigation into the Postmaster General, uh, Louis, Louis DeJoy. We've been talking about this for weeks. And especially, I talked about this yesterday, Louis DeJoy really stepped into the fire. Uh, anyway, they're, they're uh, uh, launching an investigation over reports that uh, DeJoy, who's a CEO of a major North Carolina logistics company, he orchestrated an unlawful straw donor scheme for the benefit of Republican political candidates. Straw donor means uh, you pay somebody else to donate to somebody else so you can uh, skirt the rules of donating to um, uh, uh, candidates. Uh, the latest scandal threatening the, uh, to engulf the head of the U.S. Postal Service uh, is that. Uh, in a statement late Monday, uh, or last night, House Oversight Committee Chairwoman Representative Carolyn Maloney, she's a Democrat in New York, uh, urged the USPS uh, Board of Governors to immediately suspend DeJoy as the probe moves forward and said her panel will also investigate the Postmaster General for possible perjury because he was asked about this uh, while he was uh, testifying in front of Congress. And I remember, th I remember th them asking him about uh, donations and he wasn't really forthcoming. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Senate returns from its uh, August recess today with uh, no signs of progress on the new uh, COVID relief package. Uh, and, and they only have a couple of days before uh, they head back home to campaign. Because remember, this is a, this is a Senate and a House, uh, House year. I mean, every two years, some people in the Senate are, are doing it. But this is a big one <laughs> because there's a lot of Republican senators up, you know, um, that could be removed. And hopefully, hopefully... Majority Leader uh, Mitch McConnell will be one of them. He's up for election. Uh, despite weeks of high-level talks between the White House and Democratic congressional leaders, a bipartisan compromise is increasingly unlikely uh, before the election, even as millions of Americans remain unemployed. unemployed. Um, and I think at last count, count it was uh, almost 30 million that still remain unemployed, that would normally be employed. And remember, we're still not counting homeless and people who have fallen off the rolls because they've been unemployed too long. So it's probably closer to 40 million. Uh, and, and by the way, the coronavirus death toll continues to rise. So we really do need aid. Uh, Majority Leader uh, Mitch McConnell, remember, Kentucky, show up at the polls, vote them out. Uh, Mitch McConnell and other top uh, Senate Republicans have been scrambling to round up votes for a narrow economic stimulus package that could put on they could put on the floor and hammer Democrats for opposing. This is what the Republicans are known for doing. They uh, put up this BS package that does nothing but help their corporate buddies, and when they say. Uh, uh, when, they, when they put this, this bill up and, and Democrats say, this is a worthless piece of, piece of crap you're trying to uh, promote so real people don't get help, then the Republicans say, look, they don't want to help you get relief. That's what they do. That's what Republicans always do. I'm so sick of it. Anyway, the $500 billion plus proposal includes $300 a week federal unemployment payments, uh, Democrats want to include the 600 a week until there's a vaccine. Um, uh, $300 on top of uh, uh, state benefits. 
um, another round of funding to aid small and medium-sized businesses, which, which in these six weeks uh, that they've been taking their or, or month that they've been taking their vacation, all most of these businesses have gone out of business because they were too lazy to do their goddamn job and stay in uh, uh, in the house. They wanted their goddamn summer vacation. Fucking Republicans. Um, anyway, uh, they're, they're saying it's supposed to help small and medium-sized businesses, even though most of them are down. Uh, liability protections for businesses, schools, and charities, which means that, that they want businesses to not be responsible for uh, uh, mishandling uh, COVID rules. That uh, so uh, an employee can die and there's no recourse. That's basically what it's about. And 105 billion for education, which is way less than they need. Uh, education needs a quarter of a trillion dollars easily, at the least. And among there's a bunch of other things. Anyway, Senate Republicans plan to introduce uh, the proposal uh, today. Uh, McConnell said in a statement adding that uh, he will move immediately today to set up a floor vote as soon as this week. But he doesn't have the votes. I mean, a lot of Republicans are against this and they would prefer the Democratic uh, package because we need the stimulus to continue uh, to keep the economy rolling. This is nothing what the Republicans are uh, uh, proposing. So uh, I, I don't expect anything to happen with that. It's, it's, gonna, be ha- it's gonna have to be something closer to the, uh, the House uh, uh, bill uh, that's up. So moving on, uh, officially, the records, uh, the numbers are in. Over 70 records were broken in Southern California for that heat wave we had on uh, over this past weekend. I remember Woodland Hills was 121. Uh, I talked about that yesterday. But I'll mention a few important ones. Escondido, 115. Paso Robles. Paso Robles is way north. Way north. They were, and they're, uh, they're relatively close to the beach. Uh, uh, there we go. 117. Idlewild was 104. Uh, Chino, 121. Stunt Ranch. 122, Winnetka, 122, that's, that's really close here to uh, Los Angeles. Uh, Northridge, remember that's where they had the Northridge uh, earthquake, 120. Topanga, 118, that's important because Topanga is like a, a stone's throw from the beach and it's supposed to be a lot cooler at the beach. 118 in Topanga, that's insane. Beverly Hills, there's two parts of Beverly Hills, the Flatlands and the Highlands. Uh, in the highlands, which is in the hills where it's always cooler. It was 118 in Beverly Hills. West Hills was also 118. That's, uh, if you're curious, that's where um, uh, Kardashian and Kanye are. Uh, Malibu Canyon, which they, they shot a lot of uh, TV shows and movies. I think they shot uh, MASH in Malibu Canyon. That was 117. That's right next to the beach. Uh, Pasadena was 114. Sierra Madre was 114. I'm only mentioning Sierra Madre was because of the great uh, Humphrey Bogart movie, Treasure of the Sierra Madre. Uh, Ojai, which was 118. Now, Ojai is like a artist community that's way north uh, of um, Ventura. And it's in the mountains. And it was 118. Solvang, 122 degrees. 
Palm Springs was 120. Usually Palm Springs is, is the hot area, but it was actually cooler than here in Los Angeles, which is really strange. Hearst Castle was 109. 109. Uh, Santa Barbara, which is right on the beach way up north, uh, like, like uh, what, three hours drive up north or something? Two, two and a half hours, three hours? Uh, they were 102, which is uh, relatively cool compared to every... Uh, in fact, really cool compared to everyone else. Um, uh, uh, yeah, amazing. 70, over 70 uh, records were broken in Southern California. But don't worry, Republicans keep telling me there's no such thing as global warming. Don't worry. The El Dorado Fire. Uh, better known as the gender reveal fire. Uh, remember, this is uh, this this family had a gender re- reveal um, uh, explosive device that they that they uh, used to. I wonder if it's a bo- boy or a girl. I guess it doesn't matter since twenty one thousand people have been ordered to evacuate because of this gender reveal stunt. Oh, this is insane. They're they're going to they're going to get some fines. They might get jail time for this. I mean, they tried to put the fire out, but you know, I at this point I don't think it matters. It's just stupid. The hottest day of the year. Dry brush everywhere and you use a pyrotechnic device to do a gender reveal. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, it has now burned close to 11,000 acres and is only 16% contained. Uh, California has broken records this year with uh, 2 million acres lost to forest fires, and we're not even halfway through the traditional fire season. I mean, this is going to be a bad year, uh, pollution-wise, too. It's, it's gotten so bad because so much has burned. Um, and finally, nine biopharmaceutical companies have signed a joint pledge to uphold high ethical standards suggesting that they won't seek premature government approval for COVID-19 vaccines. Um, This pledge, uh, it was released uh, um, today, uh, states, We, the undersigned biopharmaceutical companies, want to make clear our ongoing commitment to developing and testing potential vaccines for COVID-19 in accordance with high ethical standards and sound scientific principles. Uh, The companies... um, that signed the pledge include AstraZeneca, BioNTech, Moderna, Pfizer, Novavax, Sanofil, GlaxoSmithKline, Johnson Johnson, and Merck. Uh, the pledge, uh, uh, and I think that's about all of them that have vaccines out right now. There might be some others in Europe. Um, the pledge comes at a time when President Trump has repeatedly pushed for a quick vaccine type timeline, even even referencing uh, by election day. In fact, he's he's had he's told states to get ready to put to uh, put this stuff out on uh, on the first of November, um, but um, despite the pledge, a CBS poll has found that only about twenty percent of people would get the vaccine if offered uh, too quickly. They are too concerned with the way the Trump administration has politicized it and uh, worried that it could cause uh, more damage than good. Uh, and I'd be concerned too. I, uh, Trump seems to be pushing stuff out way too quick. And, and you know, re- there was recent news uh, about the vaccine that uh, Putin has been pushing out. Of course, Russia had been hacking um, vaccine makers. So uh, they're saying that his vaccine is supposedly effective, but of course that's news coming from Russia, so we can't really trust that. 
Anyway, anywho, a short one today. How long did we go? Was it 15 minutes? Let me look. Let me look. 16 minutes so far. Uh, pretty good uh, uh, for this this um, news-intensified uh, weeks that we've had recently. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Call somebody else. Say, hey, this guy's pretty good. You can get your news some days in less than 20 minutes. Lately, it hasn't been that way, and I'm sorry. I'm working on it. Um, I, I, I don't want to uh, limit news uh, to a timeline. So, uh, unfortunately, I'm going longer some days. Thanks for listening. Tuesday, September 8th, 2020. September 8th, 2020. Um, this is Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.